and I went down and while he was in chemo, I just documented it. The only way I know how to deal with that sort of stuff is create work from mm. it. So I was walking around this hospital for a week with my camera and my video, my photos and, and film and stuff, filming and and just capturing all these moments. And I just took a series of photographs and I intended to paint those and I created this one work of him just lying peacefully in his bed. <clears throat> and every brushstroke I put into that was like meant like in the right place. Like mm. every, I, I remember every single brushstroke was thought about. And still to this day, it's the like I've got it in my studio now, and I look at it. I'm like, it does, it's not even a painting to me. I don't see any paint in it. I see just him in bed, and like the the aura. Yeah. And it's it's that's when I knew what art can do and what it should do and mm. what I need to be doing. That was Jordan Barnes. This is Duggett, the podcast. Just trying to let go And so many things I've been building for you and me So you can fall in love again Tell me you just want to be friends I don't want to be alone But I, I swear you never see me Welcome to Duggett, episode two with Jordan Barnes. So that was Jordan on guitar and a little intro by him as well. An excerpt from our talk, which is uh, an old recording. It was actually a couple of months ago before I had my mics for the podcast, but I decided I wanted to get started and so we recorded it on an iPhone and I think it's um, it's come out not too bad, obviously. <laughs> Still a work in progress, but um, happy to be you know, stoked to be putting it out today. Uh, Jordan is he's a friend uh, from New Plymouth, and we'd had this talk after he recently won or did really well at an art auction, and I asked him about the podcast, and he just he just popped around and he, he drove it to my house and did it and I was, I was pretty stoked to have him just kind of just turn up without any expectations you know I didn't even know what I was doing and uh, I guess he didn't either if I didn't know um, but he's a really good example of someone who's got some drive and skill just to make make things happen he's an artistic all-rounder he paints does plays guitar singer songwriter as you just listened to. Um, he's had a music video uh, on MTV, C4. Uh, when he was 24, he, in 2011, he won the New Zealand Affordable Artist Grant, and um, which was like a six-month residency and $15,000 scholarship, which kind of kick-started his career a little bit, and then he's kind of kept that momentum up. And... Uh, Today we cover off everything from finding the re- silliest reason to do anything, which I think is is quite cool, and uh, what it's like to be an artist coming from a small town. There's a nice little story about how he went to New York to kind of chase the dream and met Billy Apple just to be told uh, to go back home. Um, and 
a little bit of family stuff as well, which uh, he had a brother with testicular cancer, who uh, Malachi who came out the other side, which is obviously fantastic. But how he created a painting out of his brother being sick and kind of used that, as you heard in the first excerpt, as a constructive way to kind of deal with the problem and to take some good out of it, which I think is is a beautiful thing. And it reminds me of a little piece by Neil Gaiman. It's a keynote address that he presented to the Academy of Arts. And in it he says, life is sometimes hard, things go wrong. In life and love and in business and friendship and in health and all the other ways that life can go wrong. And when things get tough, this is what you should do. Make good arts. I'm serious. Husband runs off with a politician. Make good art. Leg crushed and then eaten by a mutant boa constrictor. Make good art. IRS on your trail. Make good art. Cat exploded. Make good art. I actually used that cat exploded one in uh, my yoga class the other day. I got a few laughs. Um, somebody on the internet thinks what you do is stupid or evil or has been done before. Make good art. Probably things will work out somehow and eventually time will take the sting away. But that doesn't matter. Do what only you do best. Make good art. Make it on the good days too. And while you're at it, make your art. Do the stuff that only you can do. The moment that you feel that just possibly you're walking down the street naked, exposing too much of your heart and your mind and what exists on the inside, showing too much of yourself, that's the moment you may be starting to get it right. And I think that's so apt for our talk today. Getting naked is the place to be and hopefully, well, we don't get naked, but try and expose some little insights into what it means to be trying to create good art in a small town, chasing the same girls, chasing the same dreams. And uh, I've actually been mistaken for Jordan before, but he is a good looking guy. Um, and it's quite an uncomfortable process putting out a podcast, like listening to your own voice. I think that's that rawness, that nakedness, and, and what you can have exposed during a chat of this type, which is, is the beauty of it. If I wasn't a little bit unsure about it, I probably wouldn't be doing it. But I think, as uh, Neil would say, that's the beauty of it. So without further ado, here's Jordan and I over a couple of tea and a slice of apple discussing what it means to make good art. Enjoy. As you kind of get more mature and you, and you get into it and you have your own success, and but there's also someone else that's pushing you, you look at it more as an inspiration if someone else is doing well and you feed off it rather than being jealous of that you know doing really well for themselves it's just it's more motivating than yeah being envious but it's funny those reasons why you get into certain things mm. like to impress a girl or to oh, whatever yeah. you know or to sure. something you want to outdo someone it's like that gets you into it and yeah you yeah. progress out of that you're like oh, i should know you discover something about yourself or something oh, you totally, really like yeah. And, oh yeah i mean man yeah. there's there's been so many times when I've done something creative, like written a song or done a painting or to try and impress a girl. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, it's and, it's, totally and it's, 
Regular milk. Yeah, regular. Yes. Just a little bit. Um, you know, so yeah, no, you're right. You, you can do... So you can do things for the silliest of reasons. Yeah. But it's that uh, energy from it or something, you want to chan- re-channel it. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. And, um... But, um... And yeah, it's, and something positive, like, you get some, you're getting something good out of it. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and, I mean, there's no wrong or right reason to, to do anything, really. Yeah. You, you find... Oh, you find inspiration from anywhere. If, it, if, it, if you're doing something because you think a girl's going to notice it or, or, you know, something's going to yeah. come from it, um, whatever, whatever it is, whatever sort of weird idea you've got in your head, um, as, as long as that's getting you to create something, it's only good. But yeah, I think, I think, but as you, you know, you get through, as life happens and the experiences and stuff, you get, you know, I mean, your head is a bit more screwed on and you do things for better reasons than yeah. just impressing somebody. But I think, I never really have any idea of what, what exactly I'm doing, mm. you know, because you never know what, what the outcome's going to be, but you just have an idea and you get started and use some of that motivation to get you going but yeah I mean so like for last night you know like you know doing you know selling doing well at an auction or whatever but seeing like you know I mean say John McClane who just killed Mm -hmm. it right and seeing you know people that you've looked up to your mentors and stuff doing really well and you can't and even you know as peers as well having you know, Isaac there and he, you know he did really well and it's rather than like a you can have like a friendly rivalry with people yeah and, uh, and it's only healthy especially if there's a whole bunch of us young artists around that are doing all, you know doing different things but one of us is having a good week and something yeah. happens then you see that yeah. and you're like man I've got to get back in yeah. the studio <laughs> rather than being gutted yeah. and being like oh you know screw them it should just be like oh awesome Okay, yeah. I'm gonna get back in the studio, and I'm I'm in a better I'm in a better that, and that's only that's awesome. I yeah. wouldn't expect anything less from other people, as that's, long as you don't make it like a start putting that down mm. because of it makes you feel down. You know, like you've got to just use those things as yeah motivation. Because there are so many people I notice the shift when I've come back this time and looking at what people are doing and just seeing it in more of a positive light. You know, when you yeah. I used to be quite oh, competitive yeah, when I was sure. younger and just be like, what, why are they succeeding? They're not good yeah. at that. Like, they don't deserve... I could easily do what they're doing. And it's like... Yeah. Yeah. But you're not doing... Like, you're not doing it. There's something we said, um, which I think you're really good with, is getting work out there. Like, mm-hmm. getting music out there, getting... Because you're always going to have haters. Like... Oh, totally. And even your best mates aren't going to like all your yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love yeah. some of your stuff. I probably don't like some of it. Yeah, but, for um, sure. Yeah. You can't argue with someone who's making it. Oh no, no. Yeah, right. and that yeah, you said like the competitive things. It's it's probably more of a competitive thing earlier on rather than a jealousy thing. Jealousy is probably the wrong word, but you know, it's but it's healthy to be a little competitive with it as long as it's coming from a good place. Like competitive nature is good to to motivate you to get shit done. Um, because that's that's how I'm that's how I 
the reason I try and put as much as I can out there is because I'm seeing what other people are doing. Well, okay, if he's doing yeah. that, I need to be on this as well. And but that's like that's full credit to them, you know. But I think that's a good thing to have in a small town like New Plymouth, where you could get. I know it's easy to get stagnant. I can be sitting in a couch and just be completely unmotivated and just be like wasting away time and then go see that you've done a show or yeah. go to Auckland and then suddenly be like, man, what am I doing? Like, I need to be cranking it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I guess that exposure of having mates around who are producing work that keeps you, yeah. keeps you motivated. And I don't, you know, as long as, and as long as the work's coming from like an honest place, and mm. like it's genuine and it's for the right reasons and you're getting you know motivated because other people are doing well but as long as you keep rather than being like hey they're doing that certain thing like maybe I should try that as long as you're you can take the motivation from others doing well but you've still got to stick to yourself and create whatever's in you and then then it's always going to be then it's always going to be healthy you know as soon as you start um, copying or or being like oh maybe I should try that because it's working for them yeah. and you lose lose it there it's, that's you know that's not how it works you know when you do that too um, totally yeah but yeah I think your work and I've, I've done that before yeah yeah like, that's why I can say that because I know I know <laughs> yeah it's funny when it you're looking work. up that piece because I, I remember you started doing some work on black backgrounds mm. I was like oh I quite like that I hadn't really done one before and I was and I really enjoyed painting that piece on the black but I think I still took it to something I wanted to do yeah, no, inspired sure. by yourself but yeah I think totally. your work's really the stuff I've seen of yours is you it's not yeah, for and sure. even someone like Basquiat used to say that he was re-chan- he was copying someone else but in his own way you know it was yeah, channeled totally. through him so, yeah. I'm, yeah I'm a man like you take it, you take so much of you know within my work if not you know to, talking about my work in particular every probably everything in that is you know someone else has probably done already yeah. and I've probably witnessed it throughout the years and I've mm. seen it and without me really thinking about it it's, it's in there because mm. it's I was influenced by it but you can take things and you make it your own really yeah. and I mean I've, I think everyone's done that no matter all the top artists and stuff there's always something that relates back to it but that's just being aware of art history and like mm. looking into it and being inspired by it all. Um, so it's like, I mean, yeah, you like you, and you, as the artist say, you know, with the black, you know, painting onto a black gesso or something. Yeah. Just, you know, because I'm, I'm doing that and if, that doesn't mean no one asked, asked yeah. me. It doesn't mean I'm going to think, oh, that, that copy yeah. or something. It's yeah. like, yeah, sweet. Like this is this is why I do it because it yeah. creates the shadowy background, yeah. and it's really good to work with. Yeah. It's nothing. It's not what I I found it from somewhere yeah. else. So it's like, yeah. I've got a book, and it's it's I think it's called How to Steal Like an Artist, mm. and it's you know, there's not many people doing something completely new. It's a culmination of other people's things you borrowed, tricks, and you put them together in your way, and um. I think you shouldn't be afraid to like steal ideas oh, no, or and, and also talk to you know be like honest like I like what you're doing there can you show me or you know why does it work for you yeah. and just going back to that jealousy thing too I think 
was writing some essays on the Bhagavad Gita, like looking at some of the yoga text, and um, I think there was an excerpt about, or maybe it was related to it, that when you know someone, it's hard to be jealous when you really know someone, yeah, or oh, when sure. you're friends with them. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's like when you kind of separate yourself from them, and you, but when you actually talk to someone and find out about their work, and it's yeah. like, oh, that's actually cool. You know, you can't. Yeah, if you're just a bit more open to open yeah, to them. Yeah, it's to be. And I, you, you learn that as you're kind of sure. I, like, you, yeah. you learn that it's okay that they're really good. <laughs> yeah. It's okay that you're not, you know, that you're, yeah. you can't do stuff like they can, but you can do this other thing that they can Like, yeah. it's okay that they are that good. And as long as you, yeah, you can see it in that way, then it's, it's only going to be healthy. Like, you, you know. And if you get people looking at you the same, so you know it's like you're no different um well that's the thing because for us like we're we're putting ourselves out there through our work and we want it to be recognized and we want it to be well received and sometimes it will sometimes it won't be but you know like so and there's a lot of people that support us right and give us a lot of you know compliments on the work and Mm. really good feedback and and buy the work or Mm. and so with that happening with us how could we then go and like hate on others that are just doing what we're trying to do? And like, yeah. it's, it's just not right. Yeah. So as soon as you receive some some love and re- recognition for your own work, then it's like, how can you then go and bag someone out? You know, because they're only, well, no one's doing, you know, no one's better than anyone else. No. It's like, so yeah, if you can get, if you, um, mature enough to understand like that then it's like you know and if if you de- if you are going to then go bag on everyone else then it's like well you know, something's not quite right but it's all learned man like, and like still now I'm my like my work would has changed every year mm. pretty much like I've never stuck to one thing. I'd paint four works in one series and, and I'm done with it mm. and move on. But that's literally because I'm still learning. I'm still getting inspired by everything that's I see around me. And like and say like, you know, and you'll probably know as well for like galleries they're after a certain type of work for their gallery because mm. they know that they can sell that. So for them it's just about it's just about them yeah. and what they can sell. So it's like approaching galleries and things and getting denied means nothing really. Mm. It means that they don't think they can make money off you for whatever, because of their clientele. It's nothing to do with your work and who Yeah, you, you can't so let that get you down at all. As soon as you adjust something in you just to suit the gallery owner, then it's like you're, you're handing it all over to them yeah. and, you're like, and, you're, and then you're going to give them you know, everything all that you know I think that's yeah I often come back to that phrase of like you're trying to please everyone you please no one yeah for sure and yeah people interested in your story and like come hearing that authentic point of view um, but it is tough when you you get when I first moved up to Auckland, I think when you went to New York too, and you think it's this game you got to play, and you're trying yeah, to yeah. you're trying to like tick this box and mm-hmm. do this to the, meet this person. It's like, and there is always an element of that. Like you need to be showing work, you need to be doing certain things, but you need to be doing it your way. Like, and people oh, are going to sure. be drawn to that. 
Yeah. And um, and the question why why do you have to go paint a certain way, a certain size, do it like it's it's funny in your plan I always thought you know will people be interested in a big canvas because the houses aren't really yeah, big I, enough I, or like can you paint a nude you really want to do one but it's like yeah. uh, is that going to your parents friend's going to think you're weird I mean it's like yeah. silly stuff but yeah. those are the, some of the thoughts that go through your head and, totally. and you're like trying to cater to this market it's like man what are you what are you worried about like the world's a big place yeah Um, I just want to yeah, when you go see someone who's like completely breaking the shackles of what's expected and how, yes, yeah, that's the it's like the hardest thing to get past that whole thing of like you you just naturally think when you're getting into the work and when you're young, especially getting into it, you, yeah, you start trying to cater for other people yeah. just by default, and it's the worst thing you can do. Like mm. it's the worst thing, but you don't you don't know that at the time. Mm. But if you can be fortunate enough to realise throughout that process of the thinking, you know, behind that and then realise at the end of it well, that, okay, hold up, like this is completely wrong, mm-hmm. like um, there's too much limitations about worrying if it's going to fit on people's walls. As soon as you can just break away from any of yeah. that and forget about any money value or anything like that, then that's when the best work's going to be created. Because, I mean, I think probably the healthiest way to being an artist is to have a you know part-time job have another yeah. way of making money to support the art so there's no um you know there's no limitation there's no there's no worrying about it you know i think somehow it almost comes through in your work that you've oh for sure because <laughs> then if if the work because then you've just then it's purely just you're creating because you just need to and it's creating without any you know end dream of it you know being in the right house or you know you're just creating there's a freedom there. to, there's yeah. a freedom of it and then that's when the best work can be created yeah. and then that's when you you'll be truly recognized and then be completely original yeah. as well you know because you've had the time and the freedom to just experiment and you make a lot of probably shit stuff and but with you know, throughout that, there'll be some really good gems, yeah. yeah, good things that come through, and then you can pick those up and keep mm. moving forward. That's one thing I always kind of struggle with, but it was, you know, it's like a balance thing. But um, we the... yeah, it's well, I mean, the the balance between being able to live and also creating I, good work. Because I think that piece, like maybe that spaceman, uh, the the astronauts he did for the auction, which is probably... The deep water dive. Yeah. Deep oh, deep sea divers, sorry, yeah. That's probably a... Maybe a good example of you just having an idea and wanting to do it. Yeah, and then sure. And not really thinking about the end... Oh, definitely. End work, you know? Well... Yeah, I mean, so for that one, I was like... I mean, you know, working in the charcoal, in which it was created... Mm-hmm. Um creating that age feel and creating this mystery and like this intensity and there's just it was just dark mm. but and if you look into the history of you know divers and things it's mm. just heavy stuff and um you know with, with those suits just being underwater with those suits and the danger of it and the, the weight on their shoulders yeah. of, you know um and the fact that I just kind of, the two of them sitting there, 
just hanging out and just have, taking a moment for yeah. myself. Just, you know, kind of just two, two boys really just sitting there. And it's the same way that we're, we're sitting here and just hanging out, having a coffee. But in their environment, with all this danger and, mm. and you know, craziness around them, but the, the one, the guy that's looking at the viewer, it's like you can, in those eyes you can see, okay, he's like staring at you, but you're, and you're staring back at him, and there's just something really powerful in that, in that eye contact. And in the original source image, he wasn't looking at the viewer at all, but mm. I knew within that image that I could bring something out of it that was going to be a big question mark about mm. what he's thinking, what you're thinking, and the relationship between the, the diver and mm. you. And, and you know, and the guy next, sitting next to him, his face was pretty much blacked out, but there was just a hint of it, but it created this really darkness to it. So yeah. it's like a beautiful image, but there's this mystery and this darkness behind it all. Yeah. And, and, the, and the lady that purchased it picked up on that. She said she didn't know whether to be fearful or excited or mm. you know, feel at peace or feel anxious. You know, and well, that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> exactly what I wanted. Well, I think, I mean, I kind of relate to that too. It's those capturing those moments eh, where you just, yeah. I mean, that's all kind of life is, is those little moments, those snippets, and it's often dur- during those kind of melancholy situations where nothing's, I was talking to Darren last night, but just when you're doing the dishes and you get to know someone, it's like those simple chores or sitting around mm-hmm. and it's like, Art can be a nice reminder of that. Um, yeah, and I think I think you do that well. Like you've got an eye for it, and um... well, what I've noticed from originally creating work that was, I'd, I hate to say, it, but you know, often it was true that I was doing it because I thought it was going to sell. You know, which is goes back to the balance between trying to make a living, but mm. also trying to create something original. Mm. And so I'm always struggling with that. But now I feel like I'm getting to a point where it's like it's more about the message or a story behind mm. it and trying to create power out of it. But ever since I've started to try and really push towards that side of things, mm. that people are picking up on it. Yeah. And so I've I have people coming up to me saying, like yeah okay you've got yeah. there's power in there you can you can feel mm. things in these works and that's the my most that's all I could really ask for you know at at the end of it all is that my work just evoked emotion and that you could stand in it and feel something that yeah. was like wow and to and you know occasionally I'll have people say that they've you know cried or something seeing yeah. the work and and they they might be just you know because they know of the story and they've got a personal connection with that yeah. but to think that I created that yeah. <laughs> I brought them to the tears is like yeah even though it's you know it's a sad thought to make but it's also quite powerful mm. that artwork can do that and I'm so far from creating anything that I you know feel or feel like okay, I've done that completely but uh, it's always just that you've just trying to find that you know trying to keep working and, and try and you know reach those goals which I don't think you'll ever be truly yeah. satisfied as an artist but you've just I, got to keep pushing for it I think Warhol said like just create and let people decide with it's art or yeah, you know you, yeah. you create and, and, 
and yeah, there's a referring to the yoga game, but there was like that not being a track attached to the fruits of the labor. You know, you've got an opportunity, you've got a privilege or a right to work and to produce art. Um, cheers, but how it's perceived or what it sells for or how people react to it, that's, you know, that's completely out of your hands. It's not worth worrying about. And, um, and there's something really nice and just being all consumed in the work and not worrying about what's going to happen to it or, or, and it constantly surprises me, you know, when you do get that snippet from someone about how it's affected them or, and it's, you don't go out with that intention, but, um, it's just a, it's a really nice thing. Totally. And I, I mean, so from my end of it, seeing your work through the years, I'd say we've probably taken, we've done similar things really. Like we, mm. we're creating portrait works and we're kind of, I guess, had that thing of, you know, especially because we're both young coming from New Plymouth and being artists. It's like that thing of getting commissions and then about making money and seeing where it's placed and things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at the, and at the time it's like, wow, this is it. Like we're doing <laughs> it. Like we're, we're real artists, yeah. you know. But I think we both realise that it's so much more than that. Mm. And, yeah, like we probably, we kind of go on a similar path and create, you know, landscapes, portrait works earlier on, getting commissions stuff but I can see now if you're working stuff that you, in the show that you've just hung in Auckland way more thought provoking right like that's kind of how I saw it all and there's so much more thought put into it yeah. and it's like you're asking questions through the work as well and and, and there's text works in there and whereas whether you're doing it through text mm. or through you know say the divers and just the mm. look in their eyes it's still you're asking questions and you're mm. you know trying to get a response from the viewer really so there's so many different ways you can go about it mm. but as long as you I think it's just really important that you realise that yeah that's what art should be about yeah. that it's so much more than any money value or anything yeah, I think it's, it's been good to see you and getting to know you and seeing your career go. And I feel like you kind of seem to have hit that tipping point and, and are really on the other side of it now. And um, But, you know, starting out thinking, is it a career? You know, in New Plymouth, as an artist, I was, I was like battling with doing advertising or, yeah. or, or sub, subsidising it with something else and not really being fully committed. And I think seeing you kind of just stick to your guns and keep cranking and getting into shows and... Yeah winning like the signature, the scholarship down in Wellington. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it just kind of shows when you just keep following it. Oh, you, you sure. don't know where it could take you. And, um, no, well, sure. I think having... Because did like, you always intend, were you always ever thinking like, I've got to do a real, get a real job or like you studied at WIT? Yeah, no, I mean the and, whole WIT, I don't, I don't even know what I was thinking. Mm. All I've ever known was mm. just, drawing and painting mm. that's all I've ever known and that was just because my you know having family and parents that saw that earlier on before I saw it yeah. and they just always made sure that I was able to create mm. and so I kind of found my own way through it but you man I never had a backup plan <laughs> at all. Like, so I kind of had to make it work but I think you just 
some you're just born with it you know a lot of people some people are just born with it and, and some people can also find it yeah you know, as well but however you come into it you know it's it's there if you really if you really want it to happen like with anything if you really want something you just make it happen mm-hmm. and so that mindset is, was really important to have and in, in anything as well but so you know with the art thing I was like well I don't I'm not passionate about anything else apart from this creative mm. thing whether it's music art anything yeah. creative I'm passionate about yeah. anything other than that I'm just useless mm. so I was like well, I better make this work and uh, so that that gives you the drive to just push and push and push but you can also find the drive from I find the drive from having a family of builders my dad and my two yeah. older brothers waking up at 7 every morning all their life my dad been <laughs> home for 40 years working hard labour and I did a couple I would, you know starting out I'd do a couple of days with him while I'm trying to like do some paintings and you know just to get by pay rent mm. by you know building and doing odd jobs just to get get through um, and then I soon realised how you know what real work's like <laughs> and it made me almost feel kind of lazy or yeah. like just not quite the man that they were men that they were mm. So I, 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 you know, I built this really driven sort of work ethic from seeing that, I, you know, put it into my own work, I guess. And, and I think that was really important just to, to learn, like, okay, I, I need to really work hard yeah. for this because my, my family's worked super hard just to put, just to raise family yeah. and, and, you know, to put food on the table and week to week get a wage and that's kind of it and work towards certain things. So it's like seeing that side of things and you can make that, you can relate that to, to art as mm. well. You just got to work super hard at it. Mm. And uh, so think, that was really important to see, I reckon. I think having that, just being exposed to that, um to realise how fortunate position you are in, yeah, and exactly. then you've got this opportunity to make work and it's like yeah, you just want to do it just to say um, yeah. totally yeah and a, a big part of it is realising how fortunate you know you are if you do have the, a creative side how fortunate you are to have that and that you do not take it for granted no matter what and you do not you know if you start selling big money big works and that that it's just like that it don't mean nothing it's like you um, be grateful no matter what and yeah. know that that's, that might not that might not always be that way yeah and uh, as long as you can always you know keep that sort of grounded yeah. sort of um, down to earth sort of thing I think the family is and, and the fam- family yeah, friends and is important yeah too. for sure because your dad's a like mentors and just work for the church and the yeah, for prison sure. and it's like if totally yeah if you're if you're around those kind of people it's yeah. it's going to keep you grounded out it's when totally. you can get in these little clicks for a bit where you kind of lose sight of that oh um, yeah oh but, yeah man but yeah you, 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 everyone's just working away doing their thing and some people have got get yeah. luckier or get a chance to do something yeah. that they really want to do and other people are kind of trapped but uh, I mean, one one thing I, I I quite like a thought is, and 
you know, where does creativity come from? It's like you're gifted with this idea. You don't, it's not really your idea. You're just somehow you've been given it. Um, you know, back in the day it was like a creative God or whatever. Um, so if it didn't work out, it was partly there to blame as well. You know, if it did work out, it wasn't all your work. Yeah. And I think, you know, you've got an idea, only you can do it justice. So, um, it kind of takes a bit of the pressure off your shoulders, I think, mm. in some respect. It's like, it's cool, I've got this thing I want to do, I'll, I'll work away at it. It's, I've been given this idea, I just want to make it happen now, like make yeah, it a reality. Sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's cool, I think your family, because your family shows through us, even just going to talk about, like, how maybe your brother getting cancer and, like, you yeah. did a really cool portrait of him and... Yeah. Um, and how that might have affected your practice or... Okay, so that was the turning point. Yeah, now that you say that, that was the turning point. Because up until that, I was lost, man. I was Mm. like, you know, I moved to Auckland just to... Because I knew that there was more that I needed and I just didn't know how, where it was going to come from or how to get it. And so, you know, I've been in New Plymouth all my life and, and painting and painting landscapes and painting things for people and, you know, and it was just like, man, I was just, I wasn't enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Moved to Auckland and did that thing, just trying to, you know, just trying to create something of myself but without even knowing where to start. And so, you know, up there doing that and then all of a sudden my brother gets cancer and... And I was like, whoa, okay, they put everything in perspective. Mm. And it really was like, okay, family is most important. Mm. Like that's okay, that's what comes first. Cause at the time I was I was chasing like music, I was in acting classes, I was doing like little bits of modeling and <laughs> like just trying to be the cool guy. Yeah. And trying to be like trying to get known and get my face out there and yeah. be part like for whatever I don't know yeah. just what to make myself feel better because I didn't really know how to make more of my life you know yeah. so I thought like being you know almost famous or whatever like trying to get that somehow yeah. would, would complete that and then your brother gets cancer and I was like oh my god I'm tripping <laughs> you know and I'm, I'm quite I can quite easily say that yeah I was, it was a lot of it was to do with ego and things mm. and trying to be, you know, get people to like you. Mm. Even as far as going to say that I got dissed by a girl one night and you I was like, you fuck it. Like, okay, you wait. <laughs> and then that was part of the motivation yeah. to go to Auckland and, and do modeling stuff <laughs> and like hoping that she'd see the poster <laughs> yeah. and be like, oh, damn. But that's pathetic, you know, like, <laughs> but man, when you're young, you do stupid shit. Uh, I, th- I think I still do that to some yeah, extent. Yeah, like, for you're, sure. It's... You're subconsciously writing this whole story of like, I'm going to do this. Someone, they're going to see it. Yeah. They're going to think I'm awesome again and, yeah. and whatever. Yeah. And it's, but it can be good motivation. Like, it can. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what we're things. talking about at the start. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. If we're all honest with each other, there's those things that yeah. pop in that, that spur a little something and that you get you going. Oh hell yeah! But uh, <laughs> but being able to admit it and word it and be like, yeah, sure, that was part of it. Yeah. 
is important, I think, because then it shows that, okay, you, you realise that it's just, it's kind of, you know, pathetic at the end of the day, and that it's not the most meaningful thing, that, and when something mm-hmm. actually bad happens, then you, you know that, okay, mm-hmm. that's whatever, you know, yeah. and then the most important thing is sorting out this, you know, in my case, it was the thing of my brother getting cancer. Mm-hmm. So I came home, and, and, uh, just hung out, man. I, we, you know, my my brother moved back home into my mum and dad's house, and I came back down here and, and stayed with them as well. And we, I'd sleep with them in the same bed, just like we did as kids. Mm. And we had a big, you know, double bed, and I'd just hang out with them and would sleep in the same bed. Like we just hung out, and I, it was just it was awesome. And it was like. And there's not one time throughout him, you know, had, tumors had spread, he had testicular cancer, and but they just spread little tumors throughout his body. Mm. But we like we never thought that oh this is the end or anything. Mm. Like, it was just like okay, we just got to deal with this. This sucks, but hey, mm. well, it's okay. We'll we'll deal with it. So we just super positive the whole time. Mm. So there's never any doubt that he wasn't going to get through it. Mm. So that was really that you have to have that. Um, and I went down and while he was in chemo I just documented that the only way I know how to deal with that sort of stuff is create work from mm. it so I was walking around this hospital for a week with my camera and my video my, my photos and, and film and stuff filming and and just capturing all these moments and I just took a series of photographs and I you know intended to paint those and I created this one work of him just lying peacefully in his bed <clears throat> and every brush stroke I put into that was like meant like in the right place. Like mm. every, I, I remember every single brushstroke was thought about, mm. and still to this day, it's the more, like I, I've got it in my studio now, and yeah. I look at it, I'm like, it does. It's not even a painting to me. I yeah. don't see any paint in it. Yeah. I see just him in bed, and like the the aura. Yeah, and it's it's that's when I knew what art can do and what it should do mm. and what I need to be doing. And it, that was the first time I did anything personal that anything that was really, um, you know, just meaningful, really. Mm-hmm. And I and then to see the the power that came from that, to the point where I showed I you know showed it to my brother after I'd finished it, and he didn't say a word. He couldn't look at it, <laughs> and he came back to me later that night. We went out, and I wake up two o'clock in the morning to him coming into my bed and crying. And but I and being like, dude, I just can't look at that painting. Like it's just too much. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I did it, but I feel bad that I <laughs> fucking nailed it. Yeah. You know. And uh, and my mum, not that no one wanted it. They couldn't. They just <laughs> couldn't deal with it. And I was like, I felt like I'd succeeded in what yeah. I what I was trying to achieve. But I realised on the back end of that is sometimes it's not going to be a nice reaction. Mm. And you gotta be kind of you gotta be kind of um, careful, also that you know you or, you know just aware that okay mm. you're gonna create emotional work and powerful work, mm. but that the emotion can be um, you know not good emotion it can be quite heavy and and sad, but uh you know so I mean that was just the first time that I really kind of cracked it for myself mm-hmm. um, and that was my just form personally for myself you know and, and I'm sure other people find it in other works and and, that, and especially in that work they might not see that at all mm-hmm. but uh, you know I sure did and I just that's what I learned from that for sure 
Yeah, I think it's a nice mental shift though from <clears throat> especially in somewhere like Auckland where you're, you're just trying to play this game exactly. and uh, and then just to have that moment of realisation eh? and mm. just it just gives you that clarity oh, of like yeah. you, you know what's important and then to take a bad what is a, what is not a good situation but to make something out of it eh yeah um, yeah, yeah for sure you just look at it as like an awesome opportunity to produce work to get closer with your family mm. and then and I never all those bad situations I've never regretted them I never you know nah. it's like I've loved that I've had that and yeah. been through it and um, you've come out the other side and it's it's all good but that is interesting about what territory you're treading on like yeah, my yeah. dad having depression Harry having you know mental things it's like you, you want to talk about it and you want to share it but there is there is people's emotions and feelings at stake and it's like um, there does need to be some consideration I think yeah that's and for sure it's tough because you want to sometimes I think we're not like even with family I know, I know my dad said it I think that he didn't even know his own sons at one point yeah. and it's to your dad say that it's like you know you just operate it like how you think a family should operate and they ask how his day was and you don't actually talk about yeah, yeah. it's not until something like that happens where you actually yeah yeah, totally. Like maybe it's not even words, but like you're sleeping in the same yeah, bed yeah. as your brother, where it's yeah. like it's actually real. Yeah, for you know. Sure, man. Um, um, yeah, like you know, you're right. Like you do need to be considerate when you're creating stuff. If you're mm. doing, if you're really touching on those deep things, mm. but if it's coming from a good place and an honest place, the the reason why you're creating it, then I think it's going to be like it's worthwhile um, yeah it's, there's going to be some pain yeah. but the, the bigger things yeah the bigger rather pictures. than rather than creating it because you want it to be recognised that you've done this because yeah. um, you know our family's going through this uh, yeah. and you want it you know the same, it's the same with like charity work you don't go to do charity work to get recognised oh he's a nice guy mm. you know you do it for the right reasons because you're trying to improve someone else's life mm. and that has you know and you don't need to be recognised for that it's about the other person yeah so it's it's like that you know as long as it's coming from the right place and a good place mm. then it's all it's all worthwhile it's all kind of meant to be sort of thing but yeah and also to know that I don't think any journey's kind of 100% you know just happy or fun or the whole time you know it's like sure. it, you know I guess that shows through an art it is a bit of a struggle and well do you find in your work that a lot of it comes from the the darker or the yeah the more down times or the emotion the behind emotion, it it does it's like emotional that's, times that, the, the yeah. times when you're thinking a lot and you have nothing to lose and you just want to yeah and you just want to get whatever yeah. you're thinking about that's eating you up inside you want to put it out yeah yeah, I mean it's a strong, it's a real strong energy. Yeah, um, and it, you want to keep you want to keep that energy all the time. But it is that roller coaster of like highs where you just get some positive feedback and then everything's going well, and then just huge low, and then you're back inspired again, and then something bad happens. You want to prove someone right, you know, wrong, mm. and um, 
but it is interesting where that energy comes from to produce oh, sure. produce work. But there's something to be said for just like you're probably quite from the look of it quite good at just working. Mm. Um, I think sometimes when you think you're waiting for the motivation or whatever, or yeah. sometimes just getting to work, like Chuck yeah. Close always talked about that, like yeah, inspirations yeah. for fools. Like you, you get working and stuff happens. For oh you. yeah, no, like, for sure. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, it's. You you just gotta work whether mm. you want it or not. Yeah, you gotta be there working, ready for when that thing hits, and <laughs> yeah. then like bang, there you go, yeah. and then you're in the studio yeah. for twelve hours a day, and you don't realize. Yeah, but it's like you've got to be ready and your hand on the canvas, so when the energy comes through, and then bang, that yeah. it's there, right? And you know, and yeah, it is like that, and and that's why it goes back to the things like yeah I, that's why I take on commissions because yeah. I'm not always feeling that inspired to create this really emotive piece and because mm. you know life's good 90% of the time yeah. you know and, and when it's not good it's not the end of the world yeah. it's just like it's just like oh man you know okay need the, the next thing to come through yeah. but that are, are the real inspiration time that's yeah. like the other times when you break up with a girl or yeah. something and and just but down and out but they're the most creative times you yeah. know like that, that as far as like getting ideas and things and then you just store those up you store those up to when you're back and you're in that mood to create and you're happy yeah. and so I mean you know so I'll be creating all these works that are about darker things but I'm in a real happy place <laughs> you know like I'm super stoked yeah. in the studios painting like loving it yeah. but painting these dark works <laughs> from you know a, a, a darker place but you've got to be you know it brings me joy to be able to you know, when I am painting mm. and stuff so it's crazy man it's always it's always a balancing it's always a back and forth sort of there's two sides to it yeah everything and yeah some days you have good days some days you don't and yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty awesome and what about because probably other passion would be would it be surfing yeah, or, oh my. Does that come into your work much, or is is art art is number one for you now? Because you music yeah, well, too. Art, num- yeah, art and music. Like music's still a huge part. Yeah. Um. Whether or not it's me creating music or just listening to it. Yeah. Um. That's that's always played a huge part because a lot of the time I'll base a painting off an idea of a song. Mm that relates to something I've been through and it all yeah. just kind of relates and uh, you know name a painting after a certain song or yeah, or, yeah I reckon music's probably the most inspirational thing I would, you know a lot of the times apart from my own experiences I get a lot of inspiration from music probably come from the same place they totally come from the like, same place yeah. and it's just painting and producing music or writing music it's exactly the same yeah. thing you start with an idea and you just yeah. build it up it's exactly the same but having, you know, living in a place like this, having been able to surf and and having the lifestyle, that just, it just kind of, yeah, it just keeps you grounded yeah. and happy just on a personal level and on, on like a more, you know, not in your head level, you're out with your boys surfing, yeah. just on a, you know, just a... Pure enjoyment. Enjoyment eh? level. Nate, yeah. you, when, you, when you don't need to be worrying about the painting mm. or, you know, it's always important to have that as well, just to have the times when you're not working. And but uh, you know, and that's why a place like this works so well 
compared to Auckland. <clears throat> I always struggled in Auckland. So I don't for me it didn't have that that uh you know, that family vibe or mm. like that just that that lifestyle that just gives you makes you happy, mm. you know. It's it's being like honest with yourself too, eh? Like, yeah, it is. You can be trying to play this game and thinking you're doing the right thing the whole time, you're just not listening to Yeah. It's a and I'm sure you feel it as well. Like it's a hard thing because we all know Auckland is where you need to be yeah. to get to a certain point of recognition in a lot of things. It's all, you know, comes from Auckland. And it's hard to turn your back on that and and be down here mm. away from all of that and all those opportunities. Because Auckland, yeah, it's full of opportunities. But uh, I don't believe it's impossible to, you know, create something for yourself down in a place like this uh, everyone's you just gotta be you always just gotta be completely honest with yourself yeah and if Auckland isn't where you feel happiest then you're not gonna be creating good work so yeah. get the hell out of there yeah and that's exactly what happened with me cause the Max that probably, would that come back to the meeting Max in New York too Max totally. yeah totally although he he told me I should move to Auckland I do <laughs> yeah he said get out of your plumber yeah. but Whatever, man. Like, you know, you don't know yeah. my family. You don't know my thing, yeah. And, <laughs> so, and he's from Auckland. Yeah. I don't think, you know, a lot of Aucklanders do, but I think a, a lot of Auckland people aren't aware of the joys that could be had in, yeah. in Plymouth. And that's that's no fault of theirs. It's where you grow up. It's where you, you grow, and growing up in a big city, anything's going to feel a little less mm. than that, unless you're upgrading to, mm. to Sydney or then to New York or something. So I think we're real fortunate to grow up in New Plymouth or any small town because then you're, you can be content with just simple mm. things and in, anything on top of that is you can appreciate, you know? Yeah. And uh, which is, can only be a good thing. And then uh, you take it as far as you want. It depends how driven you are. Mm. The thing that Max said to me, which really shook me, because I had, so I go over to New York for three months after, you know, kind of a, at the time of thing, a really successful show, whatever. <laughs> after, you know, like a six month award and stuff. And uh, still in New Zealand, no one knew who I was. <laughs> you know, I just had this thing in, in Wellington, which was amazing, but, you know, it wasn't at this huge scale of recognition. But I go to New York, have a meeting with Max Gimlet. And thank you, I'm gonna crack this place. I'm you know, you know, three months in New York, all I need to you know, next next time around I'm gonna be showing there with David yeah. Hurst and whatever. And I walk into his studio to make the studio and he just hammers me, man. He just like the way he like he's kind of playing devil's advocate, I think. And uh he but he just kind of shot me down a lot and brought brought me back down to earth. He's like, Well, why do you think you're gonna walk into New York? He, he was 75 at the time and still didn't have a dealer gallery in New York. Yeah. And he's, he's been showing in the, you know, the Guggenheim Museum and, and Andy Warhol Museum in yeah. Pittsburgh and stuff. But he still didn't have a dealer in New York. Yeah. And he has got a huge career in New Zealand, but he's still relatively unknown mm. in the art world in New York. And I'm like, wow, okay. Mm. And it was just a real wake-up call. He said, look, unless you're willing to move here for 40 years and really give a go, you know, then sure, yeah, that might happen. You might get mm. recognition in New York. 
But, uh, or else go back home and just focus on home where you're from and like, what are you doing thinking you're, you know, more than where you've come from Mm. and if so you've really got a choice to make. You can't, the reality of it is like, no, nothing is meant, you know, you've got to work for Mm. what you want and like, yeah, I only, I mean, I think anything, I think to believe that anything's possible is really important. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, whether it's true that things happen for reasons, you know, mm. we all say that, and it's a, it's a nice thought, and it's nice to believe that. Mm. Whether that's real or not, I don't who knows, mm. but you've got a choice to believe it or not. You well, might as well believe it. Yeah, exactly. Anything it's... is possible, and everything, everything that happens was for a reason. Yeah. For, because if you believe that, then you're going, you're going to be fine. Because when you get knocked down, it's like, okay, well, something's around the corner. And it probably isn't, yeah. but you attract it because you've got that yeah. mindset. And then that, then something does happen, and you're like, yeah, okay, that's why. And then that leads you on to the next thing. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. So, if, you can, if you can have the ability just to believe that, then you'll get to where you want to be. Yeah. And then you'll be happy. And that's such a simple, like... It's such a big shift, but it's such a simple cognitive shift to be, to just look at every situation and only take positives from it. Because why would you do anything else? What's the point of being like, why did this happen to me? It's like, if everything's an opportunity. Um, yeah, even when I have a bad class or a bad pain, I'm like, that's such a good experience. Like, I'm not going to do it again. Or even if I do do it again, it's just a reminder, like, suddenly you're always in a good space mm. um totally no, i think man if you yeah if you can like be optimistic and, yeah. and have the ability just to be able to pick yourself up after a bad experience yeah. because you believe that okay i can learn from this then i reckon yeah you're gonna be good yeah you know you're gonna you, you've got the tools to mm. to reach the goals and success mm. of you know that you have for yourself sort of thing um yeah and it's but that's not always easy to do no it's tough it's good to be exposed to that to see people who have come from dark places or got through things and then it's funny with Max too saying go to Auckland because everyone's just got their own story and it's like that worked for them he doesn't know you're a surf and your brother and like this stuff works for you like totally I think you get caught up in people's and you want to recreate that for yourself and copy what they did but it's it's their words it's not their experience is so different to you okay. yours and it's like you, you have to try and think about you know what really resonates with you and yeah. take what they've said and be like exactly. and learn from it but not be yeah you, you don't know. take it all you don't follow their because no, it's own only going to work for them that yeah. work, work for them for a reason that ain't going to work again for someone else. like everyone's got their own path right yeah. so it's like yeah you take you take advice and you appreciate the advice people give to you yeah. and you take you take what you want out of it and you apply it to yourself and, and if that you know resonates with you and, mm. and relates to what you're doing it's like yeah that was amazing advice because mm. there was so much that he said that was like wow mm. okay awesome and then there's those other things where it's like you think about okay move to Auckland but then you think I hate Auckland mm. like just on a personal level, like I just don't do well there, mm. um, and I'm not happy there. And so, 
but he's telling me I should go to Auckland. It's like, well, well go hold on. <laughs> it's like, you know, do this to this guy yeah. who was born in Auckland and just because he's a successful artist and that's what you want to be, like, do you do you take his word over yeah. your own own um, feelings yeah. and, and, you know, no, you don't. Yeah. You, you just, you just be wary of well, you just take the good and the bad. You know, mm. you take the the good things he said, and you and you leave the other stuff that doesn't feel good. Yeah. You know about it. So, I mean, what? Yeah, since coming to Taranaki, this this time round, I've just been like, man, there's so much to appreciate here, and there's actually a lot yeah. of cool people. And when your eyes are just open like that, um, and I'm actually just embracing everything that's here, yeah. it's like, flip, you can make the most of any place. I mean. The only thing would be is like there's not as many people doing creative things and and for a young guy who's single as well mm. like mm. It, the truth is you want to be meeting girls as well and they're kind of inspiration for work and creative oh, process sure. and that's like and and cool guys but um, yeah that's probably the bit I struggle with and like I've been lucky to meet a couple of like cool mm. chicks like yeah. is and yeah. and even if they're just friends but um just being exposed to people is probably the maybe you need to make more of an effort here or I don't know if you yeah how do you feel about yeah well I think I think it's so important just to meet as much people as possible and Mm. and have conversations and and be open to new relationships whether Mm. it's on a friendship level or a more of a passion level whatever Mm. Um, because you can just learn so much from everybody and you know, yeah, the reality of of Talani Plymouth is it's small. Everyone knows everybody, yeah. and there's it's not often that new people come into your life. Um, so it's easy to easy to get down down and be like, oh, there's just no one around, mm. you know. And you know, moving to a bigger city, that that that's the attraction of that, mm. something like that. But uh, if you but if you're open to just meeting new people, then there's always going to be someone. There's yeah. always going to be someone new that yeah. comes and you, they could have been around for years and know that. But it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it can be hard, but, uh, you know, it, it happens, man. They just yeah. walk in. They walk into your life, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's funny because we've probably got similar tastes and yeah, no, some yeah, you're right. and yeah, it's we like... we keep on going after the same girls. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like that small town thing, like, oh, there's, yeah. you know, one comes along, yeah. and it's like, flip, who's going to snap yeah. right first? I know, man. But, um, it, I, I just do like being more open about that and yeah. be like, you know, I, I am looking, if someone comes around, I'm going to want to find out who they are. And, uh, sure. and, and then when you are a bit more open to it, and, and I mean, even, like, I mean, as I just asked her, I just saw a chick that looked cool, who's a yeah. reporter, and he was yeah. like, um, actually you're open to it so I'm like well figure out who she is and get get a number and then you're like yeah yeah when you're open to it there's people that's walking from yeah totally wherever yeah. Um, and I think with that like like you say like okay all of a sudden you know there's someone and your, your buddy is, likes her as well yeah. or, you know, but that's okay as well yeah. in, in a town like, like it is yeah open to it you meet people it's gonna it's soon gonna you know figure itself out whether it's just a friendship thing yeah. or if it's not if it can be more than that yeah. if it can be less than that 
and uh, you just kind of let it naturally happen, mm. which you kind of do with any relationship. Yeah. And you let that sort itself out as long as you're just open to it and you and you, you know, you, you you go about it the right way, then you'll end up with who you're kind of supposed yeah. to end up with, or you'll you'll meet who you're supposed mm. to meet, and and that's kind of how I look at that, especially yeah. in a small town. You know, if I came back and I've been doing the yoga and got really into like trying to keep my happiness exclusive of anyone else, you know, it wasn't you know, tie so much of my happiness up in a girl or something. And if that went wrong, it was like, fuck. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. sad as anything. And um, when I first came back, I was like, I don't want to go to town. I didn't want to, like, I'm just like, I'm going to be happy doing whatever I'm doing, just sitting at home. And then it's quite nice seeing, because you don't drink because of health reasons, yeah. and I haven't really been drinking. And yeah. just to be able to go out and have a good time yeah. and and not put up this, kind of like that's wrong or right it's like mm. you can still go out and have a good time and do this and meet people and not meet people and um for sure it's just funny when you go from one extreme and then you realize you've gone kind of too far yeah. um and yeah you can still go out on a saturday night when everyone else is <clears throat> hammered drunk having a good time like that's cool yeah that's sweet but uh you know, whether you're drinking or not, and a lot of people aren't drinking for whatever reason, it's it's cool, also, it's it's nice to still go out, because there's still people out there that want to have a real good yeah. conversation, and you can find enjoyment through that, you can also find enjoyment from watching everybody else just get shit-faced, and, <laughs> and not having a hell of time, yeah. and you still get stoked on yeah. it, and you get, go dancing with them, and, and they're having their own experience, and you're also having another, and no one's right or wrong whether you're drinking or you're not drinking. Yeah. Because the drinking it's, culture thing is an interesting one, and coming yeah. from like you know rugby, surf, whatever background, sure. it, it yeah. just it's just prominent and to to be able to go out and well, not drink. It's like something to and have a good time. It's like man, mad respect. I used to, yeah. Anyone who does that, I'm I'm like, yeah. you know, more kids need to see yeah. see that, and and people who are yeah. Um, who are cool and out there doing stuff, yeah. going to parties, and they can still have a good time and not, not be, you know, not have to do yoga bombs yeah. like before they go yeah. out kind of thing. And it's it's really just a choice. Yeah. But you know you so you, I put I get a lot of people saying, man, I can't believe you're able to do this. Like, how do you do this without <laughs> yeah. drinking? But, and that's just a natural thing for them to say because mm. they they haven't been in a situation where they there's no choice to mm. it, like. Well, there is a choice. You either stay home and think, oh, I can't drink. I'm not going to yeah. have fun. I'm just going to stay home. Get down on it. Or else be like, okay, well, I can't drink. But that's not going to stop. Why should I need that to be able to go out and hang out with my buddies and yeah. have a good time? And so, you you know, and if they were put in that situation, they'd, they'd do the same, whether mm. they know it or not. You know, and most people will think, oh, I couldn't do this without. But they probably could. Mm. And when I was still able to drink, I would have being like oh man like good that's sick that you can come out I could never do that <laughs> but until you put in that situation then you realise it, it just opens up your yeah. eyes really and you're like man it's so much more than that it's just it's about just being out and enjoying everybody's company and you know having fun and yeah. socialising especially yeah. for artists when we're on the studio on our own yeah most 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 of the week 
there's you know the most it's just to be around people is yeah. just so thrilling you know like it's awesome. and that's why I love coffee so much it's, oh, the, yeah, it's just to be and I think you're the same it's just yeah. to be be around, around people. people yeah every morning go and sitting and having coffee yeah. wherever you're doing your work or something to be around people or yeah. whether or not you're talking to them you don't even need to be talking mm. to them but the world just seeing the world around you before yeah. you go back into the studio yeah in your own little world yeah you've got to be you've got to be open to the whole world you know like yeah. you've got to be aware of what's going on you've got to be aware of what's going on in the world you know and and all of that um you want a bit of apple if I cut Cut some up. Oh sure, man. Yeah, and then I might have to head off. Yeah, it's still going. So, yeah, because obviously you got you got sick with the turps poisoning and stuff, and then had the you got what's the pancreatitis? What's the condition? Ah, uh, pancreatitis. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, you um, know, like yeah, pancreatitis and the turpentine, yeah, like chemical poisoning and stuff, and so is that. I mean, how do you approach eating? Because I mean, yeah, and and. I mean, you and I know that you would know so much more about this than me and stuff. But I, what I do know about healthy living and and uh, you know eating well and you know it's, man, that's it's kind of the most important thing in life. Really, is just to keep healthy and fit and and yeah, because you run you because like... it's, it plays a huge part on your mind. Right? Mm. Like it's it's um. Yeah, you're staying fit and healthy, yeah. running, and I'm not doing it because I'm training for anything. It's because I need. It's about feeling good about yourself, mm. putting good things into your body, and and yeah, I mean, it just there's nothing quite like it, really. Yeah, because I think everything you know, thoughts, like even going to the cafe, all those things are you feeding your mind or your body, and it's either doing something. It's either helping you or it's doing you a disservice saying it's mm-hmm. like if going out and not drinking is really helpful to you and it's a good thing it's like same thing going for a run and, but is there anything yeah I mean kind of food I've realised the importance of it you know yeah, for and, sure. and exercise and all those components but is there anything because you've got you're quite disciplined with a lot of things so yeah anything, I mean I guess I'm you know, discipline for what I'd eat and mm. and it's yeah, I mean just you know, I, I I'd say I eat pretty healthy and, and a lot of it is because of the pancreatitis, but I think mm. I I've always ate well and uh just been aware of what you're putting into your body and just mm. keeping it fresh and mm. a lot of fruit and vegetables like I, you know, it's most of the time that's what I'll be eating. Mm. And uh I'd like to be more clued up on it about it because I know that I could be way more in tune with it all but just most people aren't you know yeah. most people don't have time to really look into it yeah. I'm one of those people but it comes down to just common sense and, and knowledge really of just yeah. what's healthy and what's not healthy yeah and uh you know you don't have to be really on to <laughs> um nutrition to no. to understand that um I think take it too serious too I think yeah having I mean, yeah, having and the body's amazing too and, and just to do things because they feel right or because you enjoy them it's like but yeah. there are some things I question I've just started to question you know why do I eat that or why why do I act that soon you know when you start asking those questions it's like yeah because you can be operating at a level 
and you don't know is that a good level is that a bad level you know that yeah, cause, yeah it can but it's like could you be just you know that peak zone you're at could you be at that the whole time if you change this one yeah. little thing and it's like you don't know till you you can go that. overboard on anything. Yeah, you know, be, be way too intense on, that. and then everyone's looking at it like, nah, he's yeah. lost it. Yeah, and that can be in anything. Mm. Um, <laughs> so you you just got, you know you got to be real about it, and you got to be aware that not everyone is going to be in the same stuff you're doing. Yeah. and not everyone will care that you like going for running and, and think being healthy mm. is the best way to get yeah. through life, and it's so important. Like say that. To my brother, <laughs> it was like, you call you a fag or something, yeah. you know? like, that's what he calls me that every yeah. single day, that's what he calls me, and it's funny, but, uh, um, so you, you know, like, everyone's got their own thing, but it's like, so you can word, you can word it, and you can, and say it, and the people that want to take it in, will take it in, but, yeah. and if, you know, people that don't, then that's okay, like, who are we to put that on people it's like something you can open the door but people have to come yeah. in and, and and you set a good example for people yeah. that want to see it yeah I think the nice thing is too if you're that example you don't have to say anything people will start to ask you yeah you know they'll, they'll be like yeah, you know what, sure. what's what's your secret you're doing you know you're working how do you get the work done yeah. how do you look good or surf good or whatever it is totally. like um I realise that str- <laughs> as soon as you're preaching or trying to tell people what yeah. you're up to it's like no, you make a meal a certain way and someone comes around they see you cooking or whatever. And they're like, oh, that looks interesting and then it starts that conversation and For sure. um, it's, it's definitely the best way to be just to just practice and, be, and, and that comes from, again, just stripping down everything, just doing what's right for you and, and being mm. honest with yourself. And then before you know it, people are coming to you being like, wow, how did, like, you're, you're really doing it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's what I always, I'm, so if someone's going to come up to me and say that and be like, wow, you're doing really well. Like, this is awesome. You're really motivated. I'm like, oh, amazing. Like, I really appreciate hearing mm. that because it's not like, I'm not going out doing these things to get that response. Mm. So the fact that they have the, are putting the time aside to come up and actually say that to me yeah. is pretty amazing. I think that means, you know, telling someone you appreciate something like that, it's a powerful yeah, thing. It is. I've, I had one... Because I was always struggling with writing, like I loved just writing, just doing creative stuff, and and sometimes I was writing someone a text as a text, and and just wrote something really elaborate and stupid, and then I was thinking, you know what? Yeah, sorry, sorry for just writing these big spiels all the time. And she's like, no, that's what you're good at, like yeah. And that one little thing, I'm like, no, it's true. I love doing this. It's what yeah, I'm, yeah. I enjoy. It. It's what I'm good at. So, and and. I think it's a good thing to tell people like man to, to tell you you're doing inspiring mm. work that's mm. awesome you did that option um to let people know it's you don't know what effect it can have on someone oh, like sure, change their whole whole life yeah no totally paying people compliments I was talking, talking about earlier today like someone about just giving people compliments when they deserve them like mm. we should be able to just go up to somebody if they're looking good or if just on a purely human level, just say, yeah. like, this, like, good for you, like, you mm. look beautiful, or, or, or I love what you've done here, or something, like, that goes so far, man, that, yeah. like, that, you don't have a clue, what that could actually, bring out in someone, because mm. the next minute, they might go the next day to, 
with you know that gave them the, the encouragement to mm. go do this one thing that opens up this whole tree of goodness like yeah. that go that spreads to other people and yeah. you know you just plant that seed by saying one little thing and that's that's really important to do and um, suddenly your head's in a positive space too because oh, you're sure. you're looking for that and for some reason it starts to reciprocate and um I think come come back to you it comes back to you it just goes full circle oh for sure man we all like in comments and to to give somebody a compliment and make and just you don't know what they've been through that day or what mm. they've been and to make them feel like wow because when that happens to you or, or actually like wow they yeah. don't have to come and do that no one has to come up to you and say we love your work like you know amazing or you know you're doing well and you motivate yeah. me or, or anything like that. no one has to say that to you um, so when that when people come and do that they've gone out of their way to go and do that and you've got to appreciate that yeah. you know and if someone doesn't then it's like well whatever yeah, yeah. you know at least you're, you're still whether you're giving the compliment mm. or you know you just got to people are going to be a certain way for whatever reason but you know it's, and like it's been cool like talking like this because we're just kind of chatting and, mm. and we're not because I'm I don't I wouldn't consider myself you know overly intelligent or anything like mm. I just am real about most things yeah. I don't have a lot of big words or anything I just like talking on a purely personal human level it's just you know whatever and and there's probably a lot of stuff I've said that just does not make sense to anybody because <laughs> I don't have the vocabulary to, to word it. But, you know, it's... That's okay, though. You know, like yeah, it's, 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 it's real, it's though. Real. And that's throughout the whole thing. You've just got to be real about it all. And, um... I mean, that's kind of what I wanted from this is that there's cool people doing stuff that is real that's not what you think it has to be, you know, where you don't get... You again, just don't get taught at school that um, it's all these ideas and concepts of how you need to be and what you need to do, and it's like, man, when you're when you're authentic and you're just doing what you want to do, mm. it uh it shows through, and and you're just attracted to that. Well, I'm just attracted to your story and mm. hearing it told how you how you want to tell it. Mm, sure. Um. You know, and if you if big words or big paintings or whatever it is if that's not your style yeah then that isn't your style like yeah it's to try and be that like the same thing with the sure. work it's just not gonna it's not yeah. gonna work for you yeah exactly it can't you, you people see straight people can <laughs> see straight through fake work or mm. you know putting on a you know this persona that's not you mm. you know like people can see right through it and then so the, the sooner you figure that out the better you know because then you're like okay well no I'm gonna care what you know if I'm talking this up because I think they're gonna enjoy that if, mm. if that ain't real and I'm only doing it for their sake they're gonna see right through yeah. it and you're an idiot so yeah yeah it just kind of comes back stripping it all down and it's been completely honest and real about it all and like the one thing I did want to mention earlier was when it comes to like, you know, having support or surrounding yourself with good people and, you know, some people are fortunate enough to have a really close family 
mm. and parents that are together and or closely parents that aren't together but are still supportive or whatever. Everyone's got their mm. own different um, life and, and some people are more fortunate than others and, you know, it's just kind of how it is. But, um, you know, like, but as long as you can surround yourself wherever, whether they're family or not family, mm. surrounding yourself with really just with good people mm. is what it's all about, you know, mm. whether it's you're, you're fortunate enough to have the parents that were supportive of, mm. of your creativity or anything, um, awesome, you know, um, but if you, you know, if you didn't come from that, mm. that doesn't mean that you can't have that and mm. it doesn't mean the people that do have that are better than you or anything. It's like, try and find that in other people. Mm. Try, just surround yourself with good people that you can, you know, just feel alive from and, and feel motivated from. And then, you know, that, that can, it can come from anywhere, mm. really. Because, like, man, you've got to, like, I'm so aware that not everybody is able to do mm. what they love to do. Or have you know have come from these good family backgrounds or something? Mm. You've got to be aware of that. Like, and it's almost your duty if you do come from that. You've got to be. You've got to go out and try and the people that don't come from that. You've got to kind of almost help them along, or, or just yeah. be there for them if they want your help, or if they want to mm. talk. I you know like the, I think there's kind of like a. You know you got to give back if you if you come from good things. That's the thing, it's, yeah, I've been helping out with this little boxing group of like, um, at risk youth or whatever. And yeah. Yeah, man, they don't know any different, eh? Like, mm. it's the, these guys, Sam Rapira yeah, and yeah. those guys are doing the boxing gym and, man, they're feeding them well and te- teaching them messages. It's yeah. good community yeah. and it's like, you got to expose people to that as much as you can if you're in that position, eh? Um, yeah. And maybe that's, Maybe that's where we ended, ended on it, on yeah, on sure. yeah, surrounding yourself with those people and, yeah. and and getting out and talking to people eh? like yeah. complimenting someone or saying hi or if you want to meet someone or um, find out about how someone paints a certain way or does something that you'd like to do, man. Just get out and oh, for sure. talk to them. Yeah, just yeah. Don't be afraid really to be influence and inspired by others yeah and going back to the first thing of you're like other people doing well is good yeah and you should give them credit for doing that because they're doing what they what you want to do sometimes Mm. like everyone's just got their own thing and you just go out and get it no one's going to hand it to you Mm. go out and get it and if other people are doing really well good for them because they're doing it they're going Mm. out and getting it and it should just inspire you to do it for yourself it doesn't mean that you can't do it just because they have Mm. that that, that there's only one person that can do this one certain thing and then that's your opportunity gone no way everyone's got Mm. you can we can all be doing well I think the example of Max too of going to New York is like you know be honest you know I'm here in New York I want to make it big that's why you're there, mm. whether it's right or wrong. It's mm. like, you know, tell people that this is what I want to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, Go out and do it. And then, and it's going to be right or wrong. Yeah. It's going to, you'll, you'll soon learn whether yeah. it's the right move or not. But if you didn't, if you didn't do that and, and take a chance, then you'll, you'd never know. You'll always yeah. be wondering. So yeah. it's like, you take every opportunity that comes your way 
And if you've got an idea, make it happen, or at least work towards that, mm. and you'll soon see if it's right or not. If it's not right, then you go on to the next thing, yeah. and just be open to every everything that comes your way, and you're sorted. Well, that's awesome, man. Too easy. Appreciate the time. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. No, it's been it's fun. It's stoked for you in that trip to LA coming up, and the option, man. It's I think uh, well deserved. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, it's been, hey, I'll be just supporting, able to carry on doing what I love to do. I, there's no way am I making a lot of money from doing this, <laughs> like I'm just getting by, which is all that, I, all that matters to me, yeah. really, as long as I can keep doing what I love to do. Hope you dug it. That was Jordan and I. Um, if you want to follow Jordan, you can check him out at jordanbarnartist.com and also Jordan Barnes Artist on Facebook. Um, and I believe he's got a pretty exciting little album release coming up shortly. So yeah, it'd be cool to check that out. And the song, uh, the song that was played at the start, which I also have on the outro, is called "You and Me." Um, and I'll include uh, the links and the diver painting and the painting of his brother in the show notes so you can check those out on the blog. Um, so I hope the, yeah, listening to the, the talk in retrospect was quite interesting. Um, but I think there's a few gems to take out of there so hopefully it was well worth your time and again if you love it, uh, any feedback on iTunes, any reviews would be great and comments and and I guess the best uh, the best feedback would be to share it so and if your feedback is to stop saying yeah all the time I've got that I already I already ticked off that and uh, I feel like I mumbled through that one <laughs> but you learn from these things so it's all good um, got some awesome podcasts coming up just got an email from rich roll so hoping to have him on this month which would be cool to take some questions for that check him out at richroll.com uh, but the next one that's coming out will be ryan everton uh, from globlet who's got eco cup so really cool story story there's an inspiration of the kind of tony robbins of new zealand and um well of my friends anyway and uh the show is free obviously but i want to start plugging a few sponsors um, actually this isn't even a sponsor it's just a friend Tanya who's got a juice company called the Wellness Hub cold pressed juices and uh, they make you feel a million dollars for the price of about six dollars a juice so you do the math it's uh, it's good value they're packed full of leaf well the green juice is amazing it's full of veggies and uh, I've never felt better um, starting the day with one of those so hopefully this podcast can not just uh, get you mentally stimulated but help get you physically and physically optimized as well so I thought we'd end this session with a song from Jordan and also a piece from the end of Neil Gaiman's uh, keynote lecture which was when someone asked me recently how to do something she thought was going to be difficult in this case recording an audiobook and I suggested she pretended that she was someone who could do it 
Not pretend to do it, but pretend she was someone who could. She put up a notice to this effect on the studio wall and she said it helped. So be wise because the world needs more wisdom. And if you cannot be wise, pretend to be someone who is wise and then just behave like they would. And now go and make interesting mistakes. Make amazing mistakes. Make glorious and fantastic mistakes. Break rules. Leave the world more interesting for you being here. Make good art. Think less. Experience more. Au revoir. Between you and me So you can fall in love